Hello, my friends. Today, I'm going to be running a masterclass on how you can build a group training business to over 300 members. So the reason for this training is so that you can have understanding of an entire business model from start to finish. We're making this training to be able to share with you as many lessons um, that I've learned along the way. We're going to be talking about my specific journey here today in the hope that you pick up one or two things in your own vision and what you're working on in your own business to be able to scale to whatever level you want to grow to. Now, look, when I first started my fitness business, I actually did never really planned on getting into the fitness industry. I was playing rugby league at the time. Um, I really wanted to play NRL. Um, I did my knee, I did my ACL, um, did some study then to become a personal trainer. I was like always like loving training, um, you know, when I was younger, when I was a kid, um, I weighed like I was probably about 100 to 110 kilos when I was uh, in year seven. Um, so I lost a lot of weight initially to get better at sport. I fell in love in fit with fitness and then actually became a one-on-one PT. And then what kind of happened is I built, built my one-on-one personal training up. Um, I was doing like 25, 30 hours a week of one-on-one. Um, and then I wanted to grow. I wanted to help more people. We moved to a, a bigger facility. Um, and that's where we launched our group training, which I'm going to give you um, under the cover absolutely everything we did um, within that business. And um, we were able to grow the first gym to 500 plus members. And I had two other gyms, all with over 300 active members. Now, the vision of our business, it actually like changed over time. I didn't really know what a vision or a mission, a mission was for a company. Um, and we made a few mistakes along the way. We started to go like too precise. Um, but essentially, um, the mission of our company was to be the best business in the local area to help people lose five kilos or more. We had like a heavy focus on strength training, also um, high intensity interval training, and a lot of uh, nutrition coaching. So then what we had is when we're able to um, like grow our groups in the bigger gym, we use like our groups as like feeders to other things. So um, we also had one-on-one training. That's initially where we first started. Then we had semi-privates and then we had our group training. But the group training for us was so valuable because, you know, in our clubs, if we had like 250, 300 people, essentially we're able to upsell and cross-sell people um, to our higher uh, services where essentially they got more customization or more accountability um, within their within their fitness goals. As I said, um, the biggest gym was 500 plus members. The other two were like 300 uh, group training members. Um, and the services we offered, especially in group training, um, the main one was um, about $65 a week for unlimited training. They could do $55 uh, a week for three sessions a week, uh, $45 per week for two sessions, and $30 per week for one session. Now, we wanted to sell people always into our unlimited packages, so we pushed most people towards that 65 And then the downsell options that we did have, uh, we only used those to be able uh, to downsell people if they wanted to like cancel or they didn't need the unlimited service. We generally tried to not sell those packages to people from day one. Look, the factors that kind of influenced us was mainly like two things. So we started our group training at $40 a week for unlimited. Um, and then the couple of factors is one, um, we had other gyms in the in the local area who started to open um, F45s, those current models and things like that. Um, we were obviously doing a lot of work to make our sessions better. And then we were like, hey, we're charging 45 a week. They're training, they're charging $60 per week. And like, we believe that we're better and we believe that we're putting, you know, more effort into our classes, into our program. Um, and so that's where we kind of settled on the, you know, $65 per week. But also as well, we wanted to um, make it valuable so that we could make money off our ads as well. So 
you know, as the, as um, ad costs kind of increase over the years and ad costs do increase, um, you know, every single year, um, we just kind of had to adjust our uh, the pricing of our group training to make it more profitable. And also we grew a lot at like $40 a week. Um, and so we're like getting to capacity. So then when we're kind of at capacity, um, what we tried to do is just like increase the pricing up for new members um, just to make our business more profitable. Because essentially in our group training, the way that we're coached on it, if you go from $40 a week to $60 a week, and we're still able to sign up the same amount of people, it actually like massively 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 increased our profit margins and you know when we're first running our, our business um it wasn't very profitable about to go bankrupt and you know all those crappy things um so that pricing um and learning how to do that correctly was really really valuable in our journey um so a couple of factors will influence the way um that i price my group trading services and that might be valuable to you as well Look, in our group training, in terms of like the actual delivery and the like the technology that we used, um, MindBody was absolutely, uh, MyZone was absolutely incredible um, because we're able to track people's heart rates, their, their uh, sessions with us and all the, all, also the sessions without. Um, and then we just had TV screens with the workouts and things like that. It wasn't, I guess, like F45 where it had all the exercises. We wanted our coaches to actually coach. Um, so on the screens, it just had like the layout of what the workout was. Um, we used to write our workout six months ahead of time. Um, so everything was all mapped out. Um, but definitely using uh, MyZone was really helpful. Um, we also used MindBody as a, uh, as a tech side where people could book in for their classes using the app. Um, and then also as well, we could mark people, mark people off and things like that. Um, look, the most effective strategies for like being able to manage um, the business, like as you kind of grow is there was a couple of like things that really helped us. So having the right CRM was really helpful. So then in our CRM, we could see who's booked in for classes, who wasn't, we're able to contact the members who haven't booked in. Um, and, and also as well, contacting the members, you know, who might've like canceled a session. So we've got to have the right CRM behind a group training business, in my opinion. Um, and then just being able to constantly train and upskill our coaches. One of the things that we really, really focused on is making sure our coaches were the best in Australia. Um, so we would do one hour of coaching with them every week. We would also, as owners, jump into sessions to be able to give them feedback. Um, and then we gave them one-on-one -on -one mentorship to be able to help them um, improve as trainers and help and manage the business as it scaled. You know, obviously in our classes, when we first started, there was like nine people in a class. And then, you know, towards the end, we we're able to coach up to 40 people. So this was something that we kind of had to learn quickly. We made a lot of mistakes along the way. Um, but if you can spend time making sure you've got the right CRM that works for you and your business, and that you're also upskilling your coaches will be more than enough to be able to create a massive group training business within, you know, your fitness company. The best marketing strategies are all pretty simple. Um, referrals, um, absolutely incredible for us. Um, they worked really, really well. Um, paid ads, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we also ran Google ads as well, just to get as many leads as possible. Um, and then we also did organic marketing on our Facebook and Instagram profiles. So, you know, in the kind of marketing side of things, like the way that we kind of thought about it is we were working heavily on our group training services. We're trying to make them as as uh, incredible as possible. Um, so we figured our biggest issue was that actually people didn't know that we existed. Um, so we were spending a lot of time marketing organically and also with paid ads to be able to fill these services because the group training service essentially fed everything else within our businesses.
The most successful campaigns run, probably two of them. Um, we ran a 28-day challenge predominantly. So we would run that for, you know, eight to nine months of the year. Um, in our 28-day challenge, it was a discount at the start. So we sold it for $55 for a month when I was first starting out. We didn't have any members. Um, and then we slowly increased the prices up in different layers to where they were just paying like $65 a week. For their first four weeks, which definitely improved the conversion rate off the back of it. Um, but we did discount it heavily at the start. And the main promotions we kind of sat between was a 28-day challenge and a six-week challenge um, because they worked really well in paid ads. Um, and we found it was a good time for the person purchasing that, that package um, to be able to see what we're about, to see if they'd love training with us. And it also gave us enough time as a business to show them a tangible result where they've lost like one, two, three, four, maybe even five kilos. Um, within that offer, uh, they got unlimited training because that's what we're trying to sell them off the back. So we're trying to sell them the $65 package. So that's what we made the 28-day about. Um, so they got unlimited training. They got a goal-setting session. They got meal plans. They got uh, weekly in-body scans, which was an upsell within our group training model for $199 a year. Um, because we needed to kind of track their results. So that was a good way to monetize off the offers. Um, they also got a few bonuses from local cafes, local physios, um, and they had a coach who would contact them each week. So most of the contact in that offer was via text. But look, if we needed to uh, like jump on a phone call with them or whatever, we'll do um, whatever whatever's in the client's best interest to help them having an amazing experience with us, especially in the first month. Um, if I could use only three lead generation uh, tactics, uh, they would be Facebook and Instagram ads just because you're able to generate 5, 10, 15, 25, 30 leads a week using those. Um, it markets for your business like 24 hours a day. Um, I'd also do a, a heavy uh, referral strategy. So the best referral strategy in your world in the world is make your members happy, help them get amazing results, and then ask for a referral. Um, and then I was a really big fan of um, one form of uh, social media. So, you know, as of today, it would definitely be Instagram. You're able to create amazing content. You're able to target to get new followers. You're able to reach out and DM people, um, which I think is an incredible way to grow. I did get a lot of a lot of signups though from my Facebook personal profile. Um, so I really liked like Instagram and Facebook personal profile just because I really liked making content and I really liked helping people. Um, and so essentially um, with the organic marketing, Insta, Facebook, and also referrals, your cost of acquisition is essentially zero. Um, there's more factors into it, but you're not like paying to uh, essentially acquire that lead. Um, so those, those were my uh, favorite, favorite ways to market. Um, in our group training business, uh, instead of um, like people always have the options, like do you sell over the phone or in person? Look, we sold in person just purely because um, we believe that people wanted to come in, see the facility, get like a good look around things. Um, and also we coached our coaches to be able to sell. So, you know, uh, we didn't want our business to be relying on one person selling over the phone. Um, so what we actually did, we were able to coach our trainers on how to get people started on the 28-day challenge um, where they had a set script and a set flow um, that they were able to run through to be able to convert at over 90% once a person kind of came into the business. Um, and that is definitely my preferred way to sell for like a group training in-person business a little bit like this. Um, when we got leads, the way that we nurtured them that worked really well for us, um, in the first uh, 10 days, we would try to call them two to three times a day. Um, we'd also give them one text and one email. So essentially, when we got a lead off Facebook, 
there would be an automatic text going out with them uh, to them very, very quickly. As a company, we'll try to call them within five minutes at the latest in 30. Obviously, that isn't always possible. Um, but then we'd call them two to three times a day for 10 days, one text, one email. Um, and that helped us make a lot of money off our paid ads, also convert an absolute ton of leads um, to be able to get people to uh, sign up for our services in terms of like CRMs and payment processing, um, as I mentioned, we used um, um, my, um, MindBody, um, which was really, really good for us. It was really effective. It was super efficient. There's plenty of options out there. I reckon if you guys just find the one that's going to suit um, the best for you, but um, I'm not a huge fan of changing CRMs. So, you know, we use MindBody for a very long time and it's very hard to get us to change that because it's such a part of our business. It actually ta takes months and months and months to, you know, change everything over to train your team, how to use it to train. At that one time, we had over 1,200 clients. So, you know, changing CRMs to when then we had to essentially, um, you know, coach all these people on how to use it was just a bit too much. Um, and then for our payments, we use EasyDebit. Um, we didn't have FPOS facilities within our business. So um, people could um, sometimes pay cash if they wanted to um, for like three, six or 12 months up front, or we just ran everything through the debits. Now, in terms of retention strategies, the best strategies, I believe, for keeping your members engaged in a group training environment is one, contacting people who aren't attending. So every Monday, we would contact people who attended under three sessions to get them to come in. We would also reset all of our members' goals every 12 weeks because we put such a front-end effort into this initial consultation and getting people started is we wanted to make sure that we give give as much value to people every single quarter. So we would reset everyone's goals just with a form and a Loom video. Um, and then also we would run monthly events within our business. Um, some would be like a running event, maybe like an obstacle event, would have beers in Banner, Christmas in July, you know, our Christmas party, which we would have in November. Um, and just like one event to help them um, help them stay motivated, help them stay motivated outside um, of their training sessions and give them something new to aim for. And probably the biggest retention strategy we had is we came from a one-on-one -on -one personal training background. So, you know, in our one-on-one -on -one PT, I was messaging people, say of a client like named Costa, um, I would be messaging Costa once or twice a week, just about his nutrition, about his training. And so then that was like what we knew about keeping clients happy. Um, so then we brought that into our group training environment where we wanted all of our group training members to get one text message a week from a coach. Um, just so we're able to keep them moving forward on their goals and help them um, reach their goals, which is why they came for us. And then we use the group training classes and our events to help them um, connect with other members. Look, with manage managing your uh, team in a group training environment, there's a couple of things that works really well for us. So we would have a weekly meeting every Monday um, with our group training instructors. We'll tell them, you know, what's going well, what isn't, where we can improve. Um, but then also as well, just regularly upskilling your team and meeting them one-on-one -on -one were really, really effective to be able to manage a team. Um, towards the end of our journey, we had up to 25 trainers. So we did a lot of group gatherings together, team meetings, team trainings. Um, but then also as well, um, we would do one-on-one -on -one mentoring with them to help our trainers become a lot more better, a lot better and a lot more talented at what they do. Look, with some of the challenges um, with uh, managing a high-performance team is um, we had a lot of challenges getting coaches. What we kind of wanted was 
a coach to come to us just with batteries included, who's had years and years and years of experience in group training, that they knew exactly what to do. Um, and very sadly, that wasn't the case. So we're able to get good trainers. But, you know, what we kind of realized is someone gets really, really good at group training and they've got cash behind them. At that stage, they were opening their own gym or they're doing online training. So we had to kind of like realize that the hard way, instead of complaining about it, we had to build a 12-week onboarding system for all of our new coaches, just so that we could get them from zero to hero as quickly as possible. And that would um, include a training portal that they watched and they would get mentoring twice a week um, from a manager within that business or um, within another coach who would be able to kind of help them um, as coaches, like really, 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 really level up um, within their, within their business. And look, I guess if I was looking to start a group training business again um, today from scratch, um, I would actually do it in the same model. I thought our model works like really, really well. Um, just one of the things that I would be, you know, really, really focused here is making sure that there's a clear point of difference. I'm not a huge fan of just group training for the sake of group training. So I'd, I would make the point of difference in the outcomes that your group training helps people achieve. And I think that's what worked really well for us where essentially people in our group training programs knew that they were going to get specialized help on being able to be able to transform their life, transform their body and lose an absolute ton of weight um, on their journey. So guys, I hope that helped a little bit, um, giving you a little bit of a masterclass over on what works um, for us in terms of group training. Um, if you guys ever have any questions, um, please just reach out. I'm more than happy to answer any questions that you might have specifically for your business.